Hey, this is Stephen, and I want to welcome you or welcome you back to the Grove Church Podcast. For more information or to find more resources like this one, be sure to visit us at grove.org. Thanks for listening, and I hope the following message is encouraging and meaningful to your life. Well, Merry Christmas to all of you. It's so nice to have you here with us on this evening service here at the Grove. This is your first time here in the space. I just want to take a moment and just greet you. We're glad that you're with us wherever you are in your life, wherever you are in your journey. I want you to know that you're welcome, and this is the perfect night for you to be here with us. I love nativity scenes. I love the contrast and the juxtaposition between how perfect and peaceful and still the nativity scenes are in comparison to this season that we celebrate around Christmas. There's some funny juxtaposition for me. In fact, I I like to do this thing when I'm in somebody's home, and so if you ever invite me to your home, I might do it in your home, is I like to move the figurines around. I think that's funny. Um, And in particular, I have this friend who always throws this big Christmas party every year. And last year, she threw this big Christmas party, and she's got one of those homes. Maybe you have this home, or you know someone who has this home where they call the decorator months in advance to kind of to coordinate the decorations that will go into their home and the color schemes and all of the things. And this year, you know, it was white and gold. And, you know, next year it's going to be these colors. And anyway, so she's having this Christmas party and she invites me over. And I'm there with a lot of other people who are in her home. And she has this beautiful, beautiful hand-carved olive wood nativity scene. It's probably from Israel, you know. And so it's like this really beautiful, it's like one of the focal points of all of her decorations. And, and I, don't, I don't always love parties where I don't know that many people because you end up kind of in the, the small talk dynamic and I don't particularly love that. And so I just kind of was making my way around her home looking at all of the decorations. And I found myself in front of this nativity scene and after looking at it for a little while, I thought, well, maybe, maybe it would be funny if I moved baby Jesus. And so I took baby Jesus and I relocated baby Jesus somewhere else in the house. And I thought, well, this is such a focal point of this decoration that surely, surely they'll notice that I moved baby Jesus. Well, the party ended and I went home and I had kind of forgotten that I had moved and relocated baby Jesus. And then the Christmas season came and went and i didn't think any more about it because I assumed that in the packing up of all of the decorations and nativities, they would have recognized that baby Jesus wasn't where baby Jesus was supposed to be. And then I got a text about five weeks ago from this same friend, and she was like, was it you? And I, I didn't honestly remember what she was asking me, and I said, well, maybe, w- w- what happened? And she said, we can't find baby Jesus. <laughs> and in that moment, I had remembered that I had moved baby Jesus And then I thought how strange it was that she had made a whole year. She had gone through the entirety of last Christmas season and then the entire year that followed. And it wasn't until almost 12 months later that she had recognized that in the midst of all of this that baby Jesus wasn't in the manger. And while we laughed and kind of retraced steps and figured out, you know, which drawer I put baby Jesus in, uh, It made me realize that if we're not careful in our own lives, the same thing can happen to us. This Christmas season, all of the preparation and all of the celebration requires so much of us. And we put so much into it. 
because we want it to be perfect. We want it to be so magical and meaningful. We want to extract every ounce that we can out of it. And I don't know what your Christmas preparation looks like. Maybe for you, you're the type of person where you start months in advance and you pull out the calendar and you map out all of the parties and the functions and the school pageants and plays and all of the trips that you have to take during this holiday season. And you've got all of the different colored highlighters and you highlight all the things to make sure that everybody's where they're supposed to be. And you think through all of the outfits that you have and that you're gonna need to have for all of these things. And you make all of the plans to do that. Maybe that's you, maybe you start your Christmas preparation for the season way in advance. Maybe you're the type of person that you just kind of wing it and you take it as you go because maybe you're married to or in a relationship with the type of person who plans all of the things in advance. You're like, Christmas is no big deal. And next to your spouse is like, yeah, because I do everything. You know, maybe that's how you prepare for the Christmas season. Maybe for you though, the Christmas season is something that you hope comes and goes quickly because of what it reminds you of or what it shines a light on Maybe the people that aren't there that you were hoping to be there this Christmas. Maybe the relationships that you were hoping to have healed that aren't healed again this time of year. Maybe there's some weird family dynamics that you have to navigate and so Christmas is always a little sticky and tricky and so you have to figure out how you do that carefully without offending people and inevitably you end up offending someone and so it's just sometimes Christmas, the season just feels kind of heavy and if it didn't feel heavy after hearing this, you're like, well, now it feels heavy. And so thank you for kind of making Christmas a little less meaningful than it was when I first walked in. But I, I think what happened with my friend can happen to us. We get so caught up in the Christmas season. We get so caught up in all that we put into it, all the ways that we strive and try and compare and want to get it perfect or the ways that we avoid and ignore because it's just too painful if we're not careful during the Christmas season, we'll actually miss the Christmas story. And the Christmas story is something that we just can't miss. It's not something that we can allow to come and go and then think about it or figure it out this time next year. And so if it's all right with y'all, I'd like to take a moment and just read to you the Christmas story. At our two o'clock service, I had a woman come up to me after the service and she handed me a note. And the note said, I was here with my adult daughter and her friend. And my daughter's friend, he was from Bulgaria. And this is the first time that he ever heard the Christmas story. So thank you for reading it. And I was taken back and amazed because if you're like me, you live and you kind of walk around in a world where you just assume everybody has heard the Christmas story before. And so maybe you're here tonight and you haven't heard the Christmas story. But if you have, then I invite you to listen to it anew, to hear the story again for the very first time. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. 
While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The Christmas story is one that we tell every year. It's maybe one that you've heard dozens, if not hundreds of times. But it is a story that can so easily get lost in this Christmas season. But my hope is that this year we'll encounter the story anew will experience the Christmas story in a new way, in a new light, in light of new circumstances or new situations. And it, like it has always been for 2,000 years, would be good news of great joy. You see, the news was good because it was for all people. Rich, poor, happy, sad, employed and unemployed. It was news that didn't care about what your past was or what your present looked like or even the choices that you would make in the future. It was news that said it didn't matter how hard you tried or how perfect you got this Christmas season. It was news that said you were why God came. In this particular moment in time, God stepped into the world and wrapped himself in flesh presented himself in the form of a baby. And throughout the course of this child's life, the child grew to become Jesus, to live and walk and teach among us and to show us how to live and to point us back to God's incredible love for each one of us. And it was a love that ultimately gave his life for us so that once and for all, we didn't have to worry about how good or how hard we tried, how perfect everything was in our lives, if we had everything in line and in order, if we were well planned out or if we had fallen behind. None of that mattered anymore. It's a story that says, just like the angels did to the shepherds, come and see this thing that has happened. It invites us to draw closer. It invites us to experience this story 
The reason why the Christmas story is so important is because unlike the Christmas season, it doesn't end. You see, the Christmas season will come to a close at some point. Whether for you it's tomorrow morning after the presents have been unwrapped or next week when you take down the lights or in February when you finally take down all of the lights, it doesn't matter. At some point, this Christmas season will come to a close. But the Christmas story, it never ends because it's constantly inviting us to make it part of our story. A story that invites us to come and see and experience. And as we get closer and as we encounter God's love and recognize that it's a love that can change everything in our life, it's a story that then calls us to do what the shepherds did after they saw, to go and to share that same story with others through their words, through their actions, through their lifestyle, to begin to share the love that they received for themselves. And so I don't know what your Christmas season has looked like, whether it's been filled with preparations and busyness and hurry and spending and all of that. Maybe you're just trying to hang on and get through. Or maybe you've already got plans for the next Christmas season. I'm not sure where you are tonight. But here's what I hope. I hope that you investigate the Christmas story for yourself. That you come and see. That you are reminded of God's love for you. And that you go and share that story with others. Later in our service, we're going to share this Christmas tradition that Christians have been doing for thousands of years where they pass a candle. They spread the light from one to the next. That's what the Christmas story is. It's an opportunity to recognize that your life can look different and to share that same truth with another. So in the midst of this Christmas season, may you remember the Christmas story and remember God's love for you. Let's pray. Gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for this love that is on display today. A love that took form as a baby. And a love that gave himself for us on the cross. God, may we come and see just how much you love us. And may we go and share that love with others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening. If you live in the Dallas area, we would love for you to visit us. For directions, service times, and more info, visit us at grove.org.